welcome to the New Christian Life Church's live stream, where the pastors are Pastors Richard and Emma Butler, and we are so glad that you are joining us today. No matter what it may look like, we believe and know that God is in control. He is an ever-present help in the time of trouble, Psalms 46 and 1. And with the help of modern technology, we can gather virtually to praise, worship, and minister God's Word. If this is your first time tuning in, we would like to give you a special welcome. You could have picked any church's live stream, but you chose ours, and we thank you for that. Our mission is to go to the highways and hedges to share God's Word throughout the world, whether it be in person, at our church, or virtually on your phone, tablet, computer, or smart TV. Make sure to like and follow us on social media at Spotify, iTunes, Facebook, and Instagram. And share this with your family and friends. Thanks again for joining us. We appreciate it and we appreciate you. We would like to take this time to welcome you at New Christian Life Church, where our pastors are Pastors Richard and Emma Butler, and we are so glad that you're tuning in with us this morning. i also like to take this time um, to say happy 37th anniversary to Pastors Richard and Emma Butler and the New Christian Life Church family. We celebrate you, not just in the month of March, Pastors Richard and Emma Butler, but we celebrate and honor you. 365 days of the year and we take this time to say that we love you amen let us bow our heads in a moment of prayer eternal god we thank you for this day that you have made we made up in our minds that we will rejoice and we will be glad in it we thank you for your word today father god we thank you that your word will not return to you void but it will accomplish what you sent it out to do today. And we just thank you for the word edifying and building up and encouraging the body of believers all over the world. We thank you. Father God, we give you all praise, all honor, and all glory. Amen. Well, today our subject is obeying and honoring our pastors since this is the month that we normally celebrate the entire month of March. Um, for our church anniversary, honoring our pastors, Richard and Emma Butler. Um, We also ask that you just take in mind, stay in tune with what the Word of God is saying today. Maybe you're not a member of New Christian Life Church, but we ask that you just take the Word in. You, You may have your own pastors somewhere all over the world, but take this message and run with it because we need to learn today, and this is our subject, obeying and honoring our pastors. We must learn how to obey and honor our man or woman of God. Amen. It is my heartfelt belief this morning that those who preach the good news are valuable to our spiritual growth and our well-being. They are gifts from God, greatly needed and truly worthy of honor. They're deserving of tribute befitting men and women anointed to deliver sermons that set captives free and heal the brokenhearted. They're worthy of honor fit for those whose teaching of the word removes burdens and destroys yokes that often entangles us. 
Honoring our pastors is vital in the life of every born again Christian. Amen. And, and, and that's a true word right there. Honoring our pastors is very vital in the lives of Christians or born again believers. So just what do you mean when you say honor? The definition of honor is respect and esteem shown to another. It's the recognition of one's right to great respect or the expression of such recognition. It's considered as praise, reverence, and respect mingled with love, submission, and devotion. When it comes to honoring our pastors, belief, trust, and faith must be added to the meaning of this word. Amen. Without belief in the vision of your pastors, without trust in their faithfulness, righteousness, integrity, or ability to carry out the call on their lives, you cannot show true honor. You must remember this one thing. You're not honoring the personality of the man or woman, but the reflection of God in him or her. I'm going to say that again. Take this in your notes. You must remember this one thing when honoring and obeying your pastors. You're not honoring the personality of the man or woman, but the reflection of God in him or her. Amen. That's good news. If you lack knowledge of the word concerning tribute due to those God has placed in authority or information concerning your pastor's functions, duties, and responsibilities, doubt, strife, and unbelief will be resulting hindrances that will block your blessings. I'm going to say that again. If you lack knowledge of the word concerning tribute due to those that God has placed in authority or information concerning your pastor's functions, duties, and responsibilities, doubt, strife, and unbelief will be resulting hindrances that will block your blessings. That's good. I'm going to ask you a question. Do you know that not giving your pastors the honor due to him or her, according to the word of God, is an act of disobedience? I'm going to say, ask you that question again. Did you know that not giving your pastors the honor due to him or her, according to the word of God, is an act of disobedience? If you've missed God in this area, and we all have missed God in this area, make a quality decision to begin to honor your pastors in thought, word, and deed, as well as with your prayers, finances, and service to him. And you can find that in 2 Chronicles, no, 2 Chronicles 20 and 20, I'm sorry, tells us that honoring our pastors is intended more for your benefit than your pastors. And you're gonna um, just, in your leisure time, just jot some of these scriptures down. We're not gonna put all of them up today, but you can jot that one down, Second Chronicles 20 and 20. And I'm gonna read it again. It says, tells us that honoring our pastors is intended more for our benefit than our pastors. 
So I'm going to read that, Second Chronicles 20 and 20. And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God. So shall he be established. Believe his prophets. So shall he prosper. Amen. So we got to believe. We got to believe in the, in, the, in the leaders that we have. Amen. Believe in the Lord your God. Okay, so shall he be established, believe his prophets. Amen, that's so important. So shall he prosper. The word clearly states that you will benefit from believing, trusting, and having confidence in the one chosen to lead your local church. To honor, trust, and believe in your pastors puts you in a position to be overtaken with favor. I'm going to say that again. That is so powerful. To honor, trust, and believe in your pastors puts you in position to be overtaken with favor. And I don't know about you, but I want all the favor that God has for me. Amen. Amen. Honoring your pastors provides an avenue by which the Lord can honor you and channel his goodness through to you. Let's look at five steps this morning in which we can honor our pastors. We're going to look at five steps in which we can honor our pastors. Step number one. Step number one says, honor your pastors with prayer. And this is so important. That's why I'm so glad it's step number one. We have to honor our pastors with prayer. We must cover them at all times with prayer. 1 Timothy 2, 1 and 2 says, I exhort therefore that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men. Second verse says, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. That's a good word right there. So we must always lift our leaders up in supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks. Amen. We must do that for all men, for kings, hallelujah, and for all that are in authority, even the presidents, even when they're doing right and when they're not doing right. All leaders, amen. All the governors, all the senators, all the mayors, of our counties and our states, we must pray for all those that are in authority. Why? That we may lead a quiet and a peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Amen. Your pastors are the shepherds in authority over your church. Amen. And should be fervently prayed for on a daily basis. We must not stay, stop praying, I'm sorry, for our pastors, amen, or our leaders. We must fervently pray for the pastors on a daily basis. Because why? Prayer changes things. And if there's anything concerning your pastor's life, their health, 
their marriage or ministry that could benefit from the word of God by all means necessary, lift them up. Amen. Amen. If your pastors travels often, amen, and some of our pastors do, they have more than one gift, amen, amen. If your pastors travel often, regularly confess that he is redeemed, he or she is redeemed from destruction. You can find that in Psalms 103 and 4. Read that in your leisure time. If they travel often, pray this prayer over them that they are redeemed from destruction and that the angels have charge over them lest he or she dash their foot against a stone. You can find that in Psalms 91, verses 11 and 12. We want the angels to keep charge over them. Amen. Pray and confess that they walk in divine health and that no disease or illness will attach itself to his or her body because by the stripes of Jesus healing, is made available to them. Amen. That's powerful. We need to pray that, that they always walk in divine health, no matter what the doctors have said, no matter what report we've gotten from them, and that no disease or no illness will attach itself to them. Amen. Because we know that by the stripes of Jesus, healing is made available to us all. Amen. Praying that his wife is perfectly suited to be a help Oh God, that's a big one. Because a lot of wives um, that, that, that God has called their husbands, you can make or break your husband. Amen. So pray that his wife is perfectly suited to be a help meet, not a hindrance, but a help meet for his needs. And you can find that in Genesis 2 and 18. Amen. And that his children, this is another big one, are obedient and teachable. You know, it's one thing, you know, to, 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 you know, to be obedient, but sometimes, but most time when you're obedient, obedient, you're going to do the will of God. But if you're not obedient, you're walking in disobedience, that unteachable spirit is going to be upon you. Amen. So pray that his children are obedient and teachable. Proverbs four and one, you can find that. Pray, especially that the anointing of God continues to be on him, his or her life. Luke 4 and 18. We got to pray that, that the anointing of God continues to be on his or her life. Step number two, honor your pastors with the words of your mouth. This is another big one. Amen. Amen. Because you know, death and life is in the power of the tongue. Honor your pastors. Step number two, with the words of your mouth. Psalms 105 and 15 says, Touch not mine anointed, O God, and do my prophets no harm. I'm going to say that again. Touch not mine anointed, and do my prophets no harm. I'm going to ask you this question. Do you know that it's possible to touch an anointed man or woman of God without physically being in his or her presence? You can touch them with your mouth. Oh God, that's a big one. And bring harm to them with the words you speak by tearing them down rather than edifying them. In other words, rather than building them up. So you got to watch your tongue. Saints of God, watch the things that you say over your pastors and your leaders. Amen. Because you're always supposed to be praying and lifting them up. Praying 
and interceding for them on a daily basis. Amen. And if these words should get back to them and cause burdens based on what you've said, the anointing upon him or her will have no alternative but to remove whomever or whatever is causing that burden. Amen. Isaiah 54 and 17 says, No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. This is one of my favorites. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shall be condemned. You shall be condemned for your very words. Amen. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and the righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Amen. So the word of God says, no weapon that is formed. Amen. Against thee shall prosper. Like everybody always says, you know, they're going to form, but they don't, they don't have to necessarily um, prosper. They're going to form. Amen. Amen. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and the righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Step number three. Honor them with financial support and monetary gifts. We must honor them with financial support and monetary gifts. 1 Timothy 5 and 17 says, Let the elders, the pastors, who perform the duties, this is a different translation, of their office well be considered doubly worthy of honor and of adequate financial support, especially those who labor faithfully in preaching and teaching. This is so good. Let the elders who perform the duties of their office well be considered of double worthy honor. Amen. Amen. This is an area where many Christians miss God completely because they view the giving of financial gifts as a loss instead of the opportunity for prosperity that he designed it to be. Because sometimes we get an attitude and say, oh, why the pastor need all of that? Amen. 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 First Timothy 5 and 18 says, this is a good one. Thou shall not muzzle the ox that treadeth out the corn. And the laborer is worthy of his reward. Those who labor as shepherds tending Christ's sheep should be paid by those they lead. Amen. Just as you would not close up the mouth of the ox laboring to tread the corn. Amen. Thus preventing him from eating. Neither should you stand in the way of your pastors benefiting financially from those whose spiritual needs he ministers to. Amen. 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 When you sow a seed into the life of your pastors, you are sowing even more seed into your own life. Amen. The Bible clearly states in Luke 6 and 38, and this is a different translation also, that it should be given back to you again. Good measure, pressed down and shaken together and running over. Amen. Shall men give unto your bosom. Amen. Amen. 1 Corinthians 9, 7 through 14. And you can read this in your leisure time. What soldier at any time serves 
at his own expense. Just think about the wars that we've had and, and, and just think about the soldiers um, going into, into action. Amen. They don't do it for their own expense. They do it for the United States of America. Who plants a vineyard and does not eat any of the fruit from it? Just think about that. You, you, you're planting a garden in, 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 the, in your backyard. You're not planting that vineyard, amen, and you're not going to eat from the fruit thereof, amen? Who tends a flock and does not partake of the milk of the flock? You have some cows or some goats that you're tending to, amen? And then while you have them there, grooming them and, 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 and milking them, you are going to partake of, of that labor, amen? Does not the law endorse the same principle? For in the law of Moses, it is written, you shall not muzzle an ox when it is treading out the corn. Amen. Is it only for oxen that God cares? Amen. That's good news. Or does he speak certainly and entirely for our sakes? Because the plowman ought to plow in hope and the thresher ought to thresh in expectation of partaking of the harvest. Oh, that's good right there. If we have sown the seed of spiritual good among you, is it too much if we reap from your material benefits? Come on now. If others share in this rightful claim upon you, do not we have a still better and greater claim? Do you not know that the priests, we're talking about the priests, who are employed in the services of the temple, get their food from the temple? We're talking about back in Bible days, amen? And that those who tend the altar share with the altar in the offerings brought? On the same principle, the Lord directed that those who publish the good news, which is the gospel, should live and get their maintenance by the gospel. Amen. So it is clear that men of God are supposed to prosper. So don't look down on them, saints of God, when they start to. When you begin to sow and plant into their lives, you too will begin to prosper. Amen. That's good news. Ask yourself these questions. Does any pastor teach the word with understanding so that I can get a hold of those things God wants me to know? Does he preach what you need to know in order to be a good Christian? Think about these questions. If so, the Bible says that men or women are worthy of the finances that he or she receives. And to hold back on their financial support or monetary gifts is to go against the word of God. And it hinders your blessings in the process. I don't know about you, but I want to be blessed. Amen. Amen. So we'll honor them that way. Amen. With our monetary gifts. Step number four. We must honor them with your service, belief, and trust step four we must honor them with our service belief 
and trust. Amen. So we got to serve them. Amen. We got to believe in them. Amen. And we got to trust the God that is on the inside of our leaders. Amen. Hebrews 13 and 7 says, remember them which have the rule over you. You have spoken unto you the word of God, who have spoken unto you the word of God, whose faith follow, considering the end of their conversation. In order for your prosperity to not be blocked up, you must believe and trust in your pastors. You gotta believe and trust in your pastors, amen. The more information you have about your pastors allows you, allows, I'm sorry, the wall of trust to go up and remain standing. I'm going to say that again. The more information you have about your pastors allows the wall of trust to go up and remain standing. So in other words, you need to have a relationship with your pastors to know what they stand for and what they're all about. Amen. Amen. Even in the face of unfair criticism and untruths that are spread about your pastors. Amen. Listen at these questions. Does your pastor's life reflect the word? Is he healthy, prosperous, disciplined, and himself a giver? This is a big one because a lot of pastors are not disciplined in a lot of areas. So ask yourself, is he healthy? Is he or she prosperous? Is he or she disciplined? And himself a giver. Is he also giving into the kingdom of God where he's pastoring? He or she is pastoring. Amen. It's so important. Is his marriage blessed? And are his children happy and obedient? Amen. That goes together. Amen. Amen. Because the pastor has to be able to rule his house well. Amen. Amen. Is your church growing in membership? Proverbs 21 and 21 says, He that followeth after righteousness and mercy findeth life, righteousness and Honor. I'm going to say that again. Proverbs 21 and 21 says, He that followeth after righteousness and mercy findeth life, righteousness, and honor. Now, if you cannot say this about your pastors, you need to find yourself another church. Amen. Amen. Don't walk in unbelief and hinder your blessings. If they're not walking up in righteousness, mercy, amen, and honor. Amen. Step number five, and this is our last step, amen. We must honor them with respect and loyalty. We must honor our pastors with our respect and our loyalty. First Timothy 5 and 19 says, against an elder, in other words, against a pastor also, receive not an accusation, but before two or three witnesses. When you've hooked up spiritually with your pastor, he or she is to be treated with respect and loyalty. And this is a big one. A lot of times, you know, people people are going to be people. Sometimes you can hear people saying things, even those church members say things about their pastor they shouldn't be saying. 
But a lot of times you'll hear people talking about your pastors. And if your pastors are God-fearing, um, honorable, respectful people, you know they're walking up right before the Lord. Amen. Don't allow a person to walk up to you and tell you something they've heard about your pastor unless that that person is accompanied by one or two responsible witnesses. Amen. Because you always got to have some witnesses. Amen. Amen. Even then, don't pass judgment. Amen. Since that is not our place. Amen. Amen. Jeremiah 3 and 15 says, And I will give you pastors according to my heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Okay, if your pastor is not feeding you with knowledge and understanding, you need to find another church. Amen. Amen. Because it says, I will give you pastors according to my heart. Amen. Which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. You need to find a church that's going to teach you and train you the ways of the Lord. Amen. Ephesians 4, 11 and 12 says, and he gave some prophets, apostles, I'm sorry, and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. Why? For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. And you know, we need to see the fivefold ministry in operation. Amen. Amen. We got, we, we know that Pastor Butler, our pastor, he is an apostle. He's, he's had so many ministers up under him that he's sent out and they have, some of them have their own churches. Amen. And we have prophets. Everybody has their own gift and their own calling. Amen. We have some evangelists. Amen. Pastors and teachers. And we need it. Why? For the perfecting of the saints. Amen. So that that word can get out there for the work of the ministry. Amen. For the edifying, for the building up of the body of Christ. Amen. In closing, Hebrews 13 and 17 says, Obey them that have the rule over you and submit yourselves. For they watch for your souls as they that must give an account. Amen. That they may do it with joy and not with grief. Be responsive to your pastoral leaders. leaders. Listen to their counsel. They are alert to the condition of your lives and work under the strict supervision of God. And this is the big one right here. Contribute to the joy of their leadership. And guess what? And don't be a burden to them. If you're not going to follow after what vision God has given your local church or New Christian Life Church, and our model is each one reach one. So all of the parishioners at New Christian Life Church should be out in the world bringing people in. Each one reach one. Amen. So I'm going to say that again. If you're not contributing to the joy of their leadership, amen. Contribute to that, to the joy of their leadership. And guess what? And don't be a burden to them. Because guess what? They have to give an account for you. Amen. They have to give an account for you. And if you are in a word teaching church, 
and you're getting that word, amen, there's no need for you to be a burden to your pastors. If you're walking upright, if you're contributing like you're supposed to, like you're, you're supposed to honor and obey your, your, your pastors, amen. We're always supposed to esteem them, hold them in high respect, high honor, amen, amen. So contribute to the joy of their leadership and don't be a burden to them. Amen. I hope you've learned something from the word of God today. I surely did about obeying and honoring our pastors. Amen. And let it not just be a one-time thing. Amen. Not just because, like I said earlier, we celebrated in the month of March, but we should celebrate our pastors 365 days of the year. Amen. Let us pray. Eternal God, we thank you for your word. Oh, yes, God, we thank you, Father, for allowing us to honor and obey our leaders, Father God, as they follow after you, God. We ask that you continue to allow us to sow seeds into their lives. Whether, Father God, we have money or monetary gifts, Father God, sometimes if we don't have it, Father God, we can give of our time and of our service. We can call them on the phone, Father God, and, and tell them how much we love them and how much we are concerned about them. Amen. And we just take this time to honor you, Father God. We give you all praise, our honor and glory. And Father, we just thank you for those that tuned in today to hear what the Spirit of God is saying to the church, Father God. And we thank you for allowing us to be hearers and doers of your word. In Jesus' name, we pray. And we thank you. And we ask that you join us again on next week. Same time, same social media networks. We love you here at New Christian Life Church and have a very blessed day.